everybody, TLC here. If you are back again, I'm assuming that means you actually like this crap for some reason, so here we are for our second episode. This time we'll be talking about masculinity. Don't worry, ladies, I'm sure you can get something out of this episode, too. So let's get right into it. Anyone who actually knows me would say, why the heck are you, of all people, talking about masculinity? You're like the least masculine person I know. You might lose a waitlisting contest to Hello Kitty. And to which I respond, good question. But seriously, masculinity is more about just being like a buff, macho man, even though that's always helpful. Uh, masculinity is pretty much defined like by dictionaries as being a man, which is just kind of vague definition if you want to go into like the psychological and societal aspects of masculinity. But like literally, it just means you're a dude. You, you have a Y chromosome somewhere in your body. So, yeah, that's that, that's that's it. Um, there are, however, certain things that can be defined or grouped into what we consider masculine traits, and these things you can use to define a masculine person. Competitiveness, protectiveness, aggressiveness, all these are masculine traits. They don't have to all be taken, like, dead literally either. Competitiveness can be in sports, like you first assume, or in things like school, or in the workplace, even in things like video games. I mean, nowadays, esports, competitive esports is a thing. Like, I can get a college scholarship for just being super good at Smash Bros. And honestly, I'm not complaining. Anyway, that's besides the point. The issue here is that even in less traditional forms, all of the concepts of masculinity, all of the things I just said, they're pretty much gone in our society. And many people say it's a good thing that the traditional concept of masculinity only enclosed men and prevented each individual man from reaching his full potential. In fact, the opposite is true. Ever since the sexual revolution and second and third feminist movement waves, good men have been actually brought down by society instead of being held up, and the pig men that feminists claim to hate are the ones that are actually benefiting from their own movement. Let me explain. A really great example to start off with is the new movie by Olivia Wilde, Don't Worry Darling. I looked into it a little bit before recording, and the basic gist of it is that it's this dystopian world where women are trapped in a virtual reality matrix thingy that keeps them domestic and docile for the pleasure of incel men running the place. And at the head of this whole scheme is the all-powerful and super-duper evil Jordan Peterson. No, I am not kidding. While literally said or tweeted, that she based the villain of her movie off of Peterson, since Peterson is, as Piers Morgan puts it, an intellectual hero to the incels. Now, Wilde seems to frame incels as just any dude who can't get a girlfriend, but they seem to also, more specifically, be young men who just can't get off the ground. Of course, Wilde isn't exactly a great person either, with all of the cheating on her husband and torturing her own actress stuff, but we don't need to go too far into that. I think anyone who makes a movie demonizing Jordan Peterson isn't going to be too great anyway. Now, I'm not going to lie and say that some men aren't just weirdos who have no drive and think of all women as objects, but there are also women who have no drive and just think of all men as pigs, so it kind of evens out. The issue is a lot of these incel men are actually just good people who really can't just seem to get their footing. But instead of trying to help them, our society groups them all together as the incels, freaks, or weirdos and piles abuse after abuse onto them. People like Peterson are hated for just trying to give these men help, trying to tell them that they can be better than they are now if they just pull their life together. 
Theater's new job is not one that many people want to take. Pretty much all motivational things these days are focused on women. Multiple times I've gone to stores like Staples and whatever, searching for just like a normal thing, like a planner that was, you know, maybe more slightly more male oriented or even just not really specified for any gender, only to be greeted with a swath of girl power notebooks that I nearly drowned in. Now, I have nothing against the whole, like, girl power, we should support women, women should have a voice thing. I'm never not saying that. I'm just saying it would also be nice if guys were supported, too. Like, girls are already more likely to graduate college and be successful than men are, and men have higher suicide rates, higher drug abuse rates, are more likely to be homeless, and are more likely to be unemployed. If anybody needs the support right now, it's the men of our society. But nobody wants to support them, because being a strong man or helping men to be strong is sexist. It literally makes no sense. Every well-functioning society has strong men and strong women. That's the point. However, the sexual revolution has taken away that protector role for men, since there is no longer any family for them to protect. Hookup culture has destroyed manhood. It's that simple. The only people that hookup culture actually helps are the creeps who just want to have sex with a bunch of women and who don't actually care about them or about having a family. The men who are the pigs make off pretty well here, while pretty much every woman suffers. You might say, but TLC, women are now much more likely to have jobs. That was all because of the sexual revolution and how feminism freed them from the oppressive patriarchy. Well, you're right that women have more jobs now, about a 33% gain. But the women are not actually happier or more free, per se. This is largely because women are suffering from the decline in masculinity as much as men are. Now, I'm going to share with you a really big secret. So you have to keep it really under wraps, okay? I broke into Area 51 to find this. I'm just kidding. But it's, believe it or not, women actually prefer manly men. Whoa revolutionary thought. Now, that's not saying that women only like the buffest, strongest guys that can suplex boulders for fun, no. But women want a man who will actually take care of them. No matter how much feminists say they don't need no man, I mean, they would definitely prefer to have a strong husband over a weak one. Why would they want to marry someone that doesn't do anything for them? That would be pointless. Weak, overly feminine men are not attractive to women because marrying an unemployed simp doesn't really do anything for the woman. All it means is that she has to another mouth to feed off of her work while he sits back and plays video games all day, throwing her the occasional compliment. Women want a caretaker and protector, someone who will defend them and their children, someone who will help by working and providing, someone who can be a shoulder to cry on when they need it. And those kind of men are becoming increasingly rare. That's why people need to save boys and men. We need people like Jordan Peterson to tell boys that it's okay to be yourself and that if you stay strong as a man, get a job, and make something out of yourself, you can actually be successful. Even though I never was really that bad off, I have had personal struggles with masculinity and what it means to be a man. My father was raised in the Dominican Republic, a country where traditional masculinity was and still is definitely the norm. For a lot of my young life, I was upset because I wasn't athletic like him. I lacked the same stoic control over my emotions and didn't really live up to the image of a man that he seemed to project. I feel like I was a failure for a man compared to him. Also, to be fair, I say young life. I'm not that old, guys. Don't worry. I'm only 16. Anyway, continuing on. As I grew up, I spent more time with him, and I realized that he was proud of me. 
and I was being manly like him, but just not exactly the same way. While I may not be incredibly athletic, I did play some baseball with him, a little bit of sports sometimes, a little bit of catch and whatever, and I am still competitive in school and other pursuits. I have a strong sense of protectiveness over my mother and my sister, the same way that he does. I embodied the same qualities that he did, but I just didn't realize it. And I am very lucky to still have my father with me. One in five boys in America cannot say the same. That's 20% of kids growing up without a father. Fathers need to step up and support their families and their children, especially the fathers of minorities who are much more likely to leave their families. 31.2% of Latino kids are living without a father. So many people like me never had a chance to learn Spanish from their dad, play and watch baseball with him, learn how to cook from him. None of those things. They lost out in all of that. And that is only the second highest to the 58% of fatherless black kids. Without a role model to look up to, boys are left floating without a sense of direction and could easily become these wasteful degenerates that we see. We need strong men who will stay with their wives and raise the family no matter the circumstance. We need people who will do whatever they need to for their children and for their family. Not creeps who go around having sex with random women, then leave them to raise their child on their own, or slip into the slimy claws of the local Planned Parenthood. Society needs men who will stand up for the right thing and fight to the death for the families, their children, and their beliefs. The toxic masculinity that we see is just wasted masculinity. The only way to fix it is with more masculinity, but just the kind that's focused on doing the right thing. Society needs to nurture and support boys that will grow into the men who embody this good kind of masculinity and perform the roles necessary and support their family. It's sad that it's kind of difficult to find good examples of masculinity in modern Western culture, though we always have Ben Shapiro with his cool new manly beard. But we can turn to anime. No, I'm not a weeb. One great example is from Tokyo Fire Force, a character named Juggernaut. Warning, spoilers ahead for Tokyo Fire Force. Long story short, he was this super huge guy who lacked, but he lacked courage. He was a bit of a coward. His power was he had this weird multi-layered suit that could regenerate to protect his body from any harm when he was fighting. However, when him and his team needed to fight an incredibly powerful opponent, the opponent killed one of his friends and badly injured another. Then he finally realized he had to step up and, in his own words, be a big strong man his solution is simply to charge in and he ends up killing the enemy while also sacrificing himself in a literal blaze of glory because he kind of just drops a nuke on them it's really cool looking you should watch this show it's amazing another great example is goku from dragon ball z i'm sure at least one of you has heard of him he fights many foes that are much stronger than he is, and even sometimes dying in the process, all to make sure that those people can never harm anyone else again, and especially so that his family can stay protected. He's also a great role model and inspiration to his son, Gohan, who goes on to become a lot more powerful because of the things his father taught him, and the traits that his father helped instill within him. These are real men. These are the examples of masculinity that people should be personifying. The man that would do anything, including giving his own life to save his friends and his family. 
Of course, no one is saying you have to be able to shoot fire or energy blasts from your hands, though that would be cool as heck. But this is what I mean. It's the sacrifice, the willingness to fight and do anything to protect those that you love. That is the masculinity that every good functioning society needs. It's a bit sad that it has to come from Japanese cartoons, but they are good examples nonetheless. You see, the thing about men is that we're usually pretty dumb. We are quite simple creatures. But when we need to step up, real men will do it, and then some. Real men, when they're needed, can overcome their fears and shortcomings and do what needs to be done. And that's why real men are needed. That's why real masculinity, good, strong, nurtured masculinity is needed in every good society. We have so many dire circumstances in our country. The systematic genocide of children, the destruction of our families, the indoctrination of children to sick gender studies crap, and all of this is done by untouchable politicians claiming to be acting in the best interests of the people whose lives they are ruining. We need to stop the constant attack on men and masculinity, and instead support men, especially young men and boys and teens, so that they can put all of their unused potential toward helping our society for the better. Until we can do that, our society will only become worse and worse for everyone. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed my second rant. If you haven't denounced me as a racist, sexist bigot yet, then I hope you'll stay tuned for my next episode, where we'll be discussing the Second Amendment. I would love it if you guys would give me any feedback or things you would like to see in an episode. If you have any ideas, you can contact me at weneedtlc at gmail.com. That's weneedtlc at gmail.com, all lowercase. Thanks, everyone, for their support. Until next time, TLC out.